You're listening to Behind the Viewfinder podcast, where you can relate as client or as service-based entrepreneur. Listen in on behind the scenes of client projects, the latest image capturing trends, and recommendations for your photo or video needs. Here's your host, Andy Coles. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to Behind the Viewfinder Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, thanks for dropping by. This is where we talk about photo and video capturing things related. We also discuss topics about what a client might be curious or interested in when it comes to image capturing services. So grab, I don't even know what this time, I mean, really, what do you go with? Do you go with like a, I don't know, chestnut praline latte, cup of coffee, and get comfy because we're getting this podcast started. I didn't think about that one's off the top, you guys. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get one for you next time, though, I promise. So I hope you had a wonderful week last week. If you participated in Thanksgiving festivities, I hope uh, you had some good food. For me, uh, we had some German food, some Svetzel, and what I'm assuming was maybe beef stroganoff without the noodles. We just put it on the Spetzel, and some potato dumplings, uh... Yeah, it's pretty and homemade al- apple pie. Homemade apple pie, delicious, fantastic stuff. I better stop talking about food because I'm just gonna continue to get hungry. Anyhow, I hope that you guys also really enjoyed the last series we talked about, and that was about light. We talked about artificial light, and then at the end we kind of wrapped it up with a little bit of talking about the also some of the stuff that you can do with ambient light, but then also adding artificial light to it just to make it that much sweeter. This week, I want to talk about something that, it, I mean, all of us, I think, at some point suffer from this. If not, if you haven't, there's going to be probably a point in time when you come across your career or your hobby or whatever that you're enthusiastic about, and you're going to reach this thing where you just don't feel adequate enough, where you don't feel like you are sufficient where you don't feel maybe as professional, quote unquote. You don't feel that uh, you can perform. You feel that maybe you'll you'll mess up, you'll flub on your next assignment, your next gig. And that's common. It, it really is. And what is that called, actually? It's called imposter syndrome. I didn't look up the definition but I'm going to give you like the cliff notes of it, basically. And it's basically where you feel as if you are impersonating someone or what you actually are, what you're doing as a profession. Even professionals deal with this all the time. And it's it's a very common thing. I can think about several times on occasion that where I get hired for a gig and I just think, off the top of my head, all these random things like they, they're not going to like these images. What if I get there and I just screw up? What if I can't figure out my camera settings? What if I can't pose them in ways? What if I can't get them to smile? What if I can't get them to really translate their energy energy or their, just their life into the camera? And it's funny because nine times out of ten, usually you, you don't even think about those things. You just go into the scenario and you do your thing. And, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine, and he got hired for a wedding. And mind you, he's done weddings many times before. 
and you a recent wedding he had and I actually shot with him and he was like I'm nervous I'm like why you you take phenomenal images I don't understand what you could be possibly so afraid of you know and you know part of it I think to some degree there's a lot of us who are just perfectionists and we hope that we get just that one shot that's just going to really just tie everything together and there's nothing wrong with that. And then on top of which, there's also the part of what I'm talking about, the imposter syndrome, where you just feel like, regardless of how long you've been doing something, you feel like you can't pull it off, you know? And so what I want to talk about today is talk about things that, for me, that help. And I've also did some research to find out a cultivation of other people, what they've done, and kind of maybe strew it in a little bit to what I've, I do to, to, to basically get me out of that funk, you know? Because sometimes we're working on projects and we're in the middle of it and we're just like, you, you see the images for so long, especially if it's a session, a set of some sort, and you just keep combing through image after image and you're thinking, no, these aren't great. No, this is horrible. No, the lighting is odd or whatever it is. So... I'm going to give you five tips that you can do to get you out of that funk. All right. That funk of cheese. So the first one is shoot what you love. Now, and I can relate to this. Maybe you're not getting clients to book you for what you want to shoot. That's okay. That doesn't mean that you're horrible at it. That just means that maybe you haven't had the right client yet. So, what do you do in this case? So take the time and maybe find out. Maybe you can find a volunteer that's willing to pose or help you get the shot if you need to or help take you somewhere to drive that destination or whatever it is. Get some people to help you to, to make your vision come to life. Now, if this means that you have to go a little bit extra into your own business or to your own passion or photography of, of you know your hobby or whatever it is, Invest in yourself. Pay for a model. Pay for you know an hour, several hours, whatever it is. If you want to go just an, another notch, pay for a makeup artist. Get a little bit more to go a long way. And you know, it when you start shooting things that you love, people see the passion and all the energy that you put in, and they'll they'll want to see more of it, and they'll and they'll commemorate or not commemorate you. They'll They'll basically kind of congratulate you and sing your praises as you post these items. The The one thing that I want you to take from this is that investing in yourself, whether that's classes, education courses, or if it's seminars or a, you know, a shoot meetup or a shoot walkthrough, if it means investing in props of material, investing in a makeup artist, clothing, whatever it is, Invest in yourself. That is equally important, if not more important than getting more and more gear. All right. And trust me, when you start to post these things that you maybe haven't been hired for just yet, when you're able to get your images to come to life so that when it's ready to post and ready, you know, or basically showcased, people will now say, actually, yeah, that's really cool. I haven't thought about that before. I want that in my pictures. I want you to take my pictures just like that, okay, or take me to that scenery, or whatever it is, they're going to want it, and, and basically, that'll rehype your your motivation, okay, next one, tip number two, 
recharge. Sometimes it's important for us to basically break away and take a break from our projects. Maybe you have a shoot where you have to comb through 200 plus images, right? And you're going through and you're going through and you're just still not feeling it. Like, you know what? I just, I don't, I don't like it. You know, the shoot really went well. The the lighting conditions were odd or whatever it is. And you're still probably going to be combing through it in your mind about what happened at the shoot. Or maybe after the fact that you load them, now you're like still in the fence. You're like, I still don't know. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Take a break. If you don't have a deadline that's super, you know, tight, take a couple hours away. Go on a hike. Go work out. Go fishing. Go meditate. You know, go get some awesome food with some people. Hang out. Just recharge your batteries, you know, and then if you can, if time permits, take a day or two, maybe heck, even take a week. If you were that, you know, heavily like involved in the photo shoot and you just have so much to go through, take a break. And then when you come back to it, you'll come back with a refreshed mindset as well as refreshed eyes. You know, a buddy of mine, he does sound engineering and he does a lot of recording And his days are anywhere from 10 to 16 hours sometimes. And even though he's a pro and has been doing this for over 10 years, and he does this for, you know, pro-level names, I'm going to actually name drop for a moment, he helps out, you know, the band Tool. He helps them out. He helps out Maynard and with their band Pussifer and helps out with um, A Perfect Circle. He also helps out Tommy from Motley Crue. So he's a pro at this. And sometimes he just, like, gets frustrated. He's like, I just don't want to do this. And so what's he do? Takes a break. It's totally okay, guys. Take a break. Refresh yourself. All right? That sounds almost like a commercial. Take a break. Refresh yourself. Hey, I'm breaking up this podcast real quick to let you know I want to get inspired and see the awesome work you're creating. So tag me in your photos and your videos on Instagram at TVF Photos. Also, if you want more in-depth show notes about this podcast, visit my website at www.tvfphotos.com slash blogs. You're you're listening to Behind the Viewfinder Podcast. Tip number three, lean into what you are good at. Now, this will probably look different for everyone, all right? And I am willing to bet that it also gets overlooked so easy because nine times out of 10, we look so much deeper than we actually do, you know? And, and truth of the matter, a lot of times ask people like, what are your favorite photos of mine? And I guarantee you probably it'll be stuff that you probably aren't really much that much of a fan of. And they'll be like, Oh, I like these ones. And you're like, really? I didn't like them. (laughs) I just posted them because I had those images only. I didn't have anything else guys work with me here. No, but seriously, I mean, think about it. There are people who live on the, I'm speaking for myself. There are people who speak that live on the East coast and they are in urban towns. They are in really big cities that, you know, I don't live in those kind of really cool areas or where there's cool full fall foliage or where there's snow or there's cool skyscrapers and city lights or, you know, big metropolitan complexes and stuff. There are, aren't those things here where I live, but they live there. 
And they may think that, and it's another day, I guess I'll go shoot the city again, see what's there. And it may seem lame to them, but then to my eyes, I don't live there, so I respect it that much more, you know? So think about that in your terms. For me, what would be easy for me? For me, I, I love to shoot portraits of people. I love to have people in images. I do. And occasionally, when I have nothing else to photograph, I'll go photograph landscape. I'll go and photograph the beach, sunset. Again, East Coast, they don't have sunset beaches. I mean, maybe Florida, but or even Georgia for that matter. Anyways, their, their, their beach golden hour is sunrise. Mine is sunset. So I get to have dinner before or after and make a party out of it. And they'll appreciate that much more because, again, it's something that we take for granted. It's something that we do that we see on the norm that's probably not challenging to us. And that's probably why it's not so on the top of our mind because we just, it's so second nature to do it, right? So remember, lean into yourself. And the more that you can do that, the more that you'll have people appreciate what you do and you'll be like, well, it really wasn't a thing. I mean, I guess I took phenomenal pictures or whatever. So do that, okay? Lean into what you're good at and look. Don't look so you know beneath the surface. Look surface layer. It's probably not that deep. If you're having trouble, again, ask some friends, ask some colleagues, ask some coworkers. Hey, you've seen my pictures. What kind of pictures do you like? And I guarantee you, more times than not, it's going to be the ones that you probably thought, wow, that's really wasn't that great, but yeah, sure. All right, number four, celebrate your accomplishments. And I mean that by big or small. Look back. And when you look back, look back at all your, fol- your, you know, your folders that you have. Look it back at just even just the metadata on your settings of your images Look back and say, wow, you know what? Why did I shoot like that? I probably would have shot like this now. I would have had my shutter speed at this rate, or I would have been, you know, chose this focal length instead. And look at those things, you know? And one thing that actually I came across that I thought was pretty cool and that I'm probably going to do later on is that, you know, for your best of the best, put that in a separate folder and keep that to reflect on for the year. Say, these were my, you know, top shots from year 2019 or whatever it was and look back and go wow you know I I have progressed as an image capturing pro look at what I have accomplished look what I have done look at all these awesome things that I've learned along the way how to color grade I've learned to uh, you know use a a radial burn I've learned to use a gradual burn uh, gradual burn grade gradial gradual grade we're gonna call it grade burn now (laughs) you know what I'm talking about the rectangular square square one anyways um, I've, I've learned to Use the brush to uh, dodge and, and burn. I've also learned that the luminance is different, you know, and it takes away from the darks or the lights, whatever it is. Look at those tiny things those, those that maybe that you just do on the, on the daily now that you probably weren't doing, you know, January 2020 before a mask was on your face. <laughs> so it's also a great way to, to benchmark yourself, right? If you look back, and you think to yourself, wow, you know what, actually, I, I really didn't change that much. Maybe that's time to reassess what you're doing and challenge yourself. Grow outside your box. Do something a little different, you know? And, I mean, we're all we're all art form. We're all artist people. And all artists are always usually inspired by somebody else. 
take someone else's images and try to manipulate, you know, what they do. You know, don't I mean, don't mean physically like take their images, but like go to the same same spot, you know, or maybe use a photo you already have, but try to edit your tones just the same way, you know, do that. Challenge yourself. Try to figure out how they did it. And then if eventually if you know the person, figure out how they in fact did it and see if that really, you know, measured up to what you figured in your head that, you know, you came up with for your own conclusion, for your recipe, you know, whether it's was all partly, you know, done in camera or if it was all in post or a combination of the two, you know, and that'll tell you like, hey, you know, actually I am, I'm on par, you know, maybe it's an in-camera transition that you've been longing to do, you know, but you still haven't really done it because you're like, you're afraid, do it, test it out, test it for yourself, you know, these things, they're great tools for measurement to get you hyped up. Or to get you to go, you know what, I, you know, I, I've been neglecting my art, my craft. I do need to pour more heart and soul into this. Or maybe this might be the thing where it checks you and says, you know, actually, this is more of a hobby than it is, you know, my passion. So think about that, okay? The last one is to develop a support group. Now, this doesn't have to be strictly photo related or image capturing or video related. It will help. Because, you know, and get those people who are not biased, the ones that will be truthful to you, the ones that can tell you the truth and you won't get that upset. And I'm talking about upset because you don't want to hear it, but you know you he need to hear it, you know, like what's what's so what's not great about my image, you know, and they'll tell you flat out. And when you have that, they'll be able to keep you honest. And when you do that, it's going to basically help you and help you grow and help you notice things that maybe you're overlooking because either it was something that you just really didn't pay, take the time to pay attention to, or maybe it was because that you neglected it because you weren't that great at it. So use those support groups. What's another one? A support group is that maybe they're not an image capturing pro, but maybe they're also a entre- they're an entrepreneur, you know? So they have to run their business a certain way. Maybe you want to run your business a certain way, contracts or, you know, advertising promotional ideas or maybe offering specials or whatever it is, you know, offering a loyalty program, whatever it is, bounce those ideas off that person or persons and see what they suggest. They may tell you, actually, you know, I tried that. It didn't work. Or, you know, what? yeah, as a customer for your services, I actually think that would be a great idea. I would totally take you up on that. And I'm sure other people would, too. So having a support group will also be able to do the same thing in reverse is that if you're not feeling it, they'll just, you know, they'll probably do the most common thing, right? Whereas like people like, Hey, you're not feeling it. Let's go out to the bar and let's go drink. Let's get wasted. And these people want to be like, Hey, you know what? That's, that's ridiculous. Let's go, let's go shoot. Let's go take some stuff. Let's go make a video. Let's go make some photos. Let's capture some images. Let's test some things out. Let's have fun. Let's fall in love with the craft all over again. So the last thing I want to close with, and this really isn't a tip. This is more or less something that you should keep in the back of your mind. Keep this close to your heart. If you ever get booked, when you get booked for a gig, and you're having those doubts of, I'm not going to probably perform well, my images are probably suck, they're probably going to be mediocre, or whatever it is. Don't think like that. 
Sounds sounds easy, right? <laughs> no, but think about this. Think about you probably didn't have to pitch it to them for them to hire you. It was probably them who came to you and said, "Hey, I like your images. I notice you have a camera. Will you document our moment?" And that's it right there. They already like what you are presently doing. That means from the moment of everything you have been posting in the past, regardless of your growth, they are enjoying. They find suitable that you are worthy of exchange for monetary value for your services. So remember that. You are enough. You are sufficient. You is kind. You is smart. (laughs) So keep that in the back of your mind, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. I want to talk about more people who also suffer from this kind of um, imposter syndrome, get their takes on stuff, maybe some stories to kind of see what they've been struggling with, too, that are relatable, and we'll discuss about topics like that, okay? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, That's it for me, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Be sure to check out next week's episode. Until then, happy clicking.